0: As I had mentioned to you last week, um, I was in Wisconsin on Monday through Wednesday of this week, had to go to our seminary, Wisconsin Lutheran Seminary is located just north of Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Uh, that's the school that, that trains pastors for our church body. And we're getting a student in a month called a vicar, or which is like an intern, and so I had to go and be trained to be his supervisor. Uh, i've had other in- uh, vicars in the past but every five years you're supposed to go back and get retrained and so it was it was a very valuable uh two days uh, for me to receive that training but i didn't just come home with a bunch of training i did come home with this and with this these were not me i did not travel this heavy uh for for two day trip all i took was a little backpack but i told the vicar said, hey, if you don't want to drive everything in your car, if I can save you some space, send your luggage with me, and I'll, I have two, two free bags on the plane, so this is what came with me. Now I think about that, and now let's listen, think about that as we read these words from Mark chapter 6, our lesson today. Calling the 12 to him, he began to send them out two by two. And gave them authority over impure spirits. These were his instructions take nothing for the journey except a staff. No bread, no bag, no money in your belts. Wear sandals, but not an extra shirt. Whenever you enter a house, stay there until you leave that town. And if any place will not welcome you or listen to you, leave that place and shake the dust off your feet as a testimony against them. They went out and preached that people should repent. They drove out many demons and anointed many sick people with oil and healed them. So what do you think? Should I have accepted these suitcases from our vicar? Or should I have said right away, you know what, vicar, you just failed. You failed test number one. Because what did Jesus say? As you go out on this journey, take no bread, take no bag, take no money in your belts, Don't even take an extra shirt. Man, you didn't even make it, not even a month within of getting here, and you're already done. Don't worry about coming. I could have said that. Would that have been right? But that's what Jesus says. Well, understand the context of these words. This was, in fact, Jesus' directive to the disciples on this particular journey. This wasn't every journey. He didn't say you can never take anything with you. But on this particular journey, he did say, yep, I don't want you to take a thing. No bread, no bag, no money, no extra shirt. That was specific to the mission journey that they were about to take. But the principle, the principle behind Jesus' words is what we want to look at today, because that applies not just to these disciples, not just to our vicar, but also to you and to me. Why did Jesus say this? Don't take any suitcase. Don't take any luggage. Don't take any money. The principle is trust. Trust me to provide for you. And that's easier said than done. Because it's not just the vicar who has luggage. Without maybe even thinking about it, you all brought luggage in here today. You all brought your own set of baggage. Before you left for church this morning, you went to the carousel and you picked things up and you loaded them on your back. Not the carousel of the airport, but the carousel of your mind. And you picked up a suitcase that maybe wasn't hard side or soft side, but you picked up a suitcase that was inside. Maybe you picked up the suitcase of guilt. Maybe you picked up a trunk of discontent. Maybe you picked up a, a duffel bag of anxiety or a, or a handbag of hurts. Maybe you picked up a, an overnight bag of loneliness or a briefcase of, of perfectionism. Maybe you picked up a duffel bag of fear. We all have baggage. You know, you know there's, that, there's that commercial, what's in your wallet? I could ask this morning, what's in your suitcase? I told the vicar I wouldn't open up his suitcase for everybody to see, especially his wife's, right? I'd feel a little bad about that, but, but maybe that's us. We all have things that we carry as baggage, as luggage, and we don't want anybody else to see it, and yet we still have to carry it. So how do we do that? And if it's not the baggage that you brought in here today that's weighing you down, maybe it's the baggage that you want to carry. I think there's many of us that we want to go to the carousel, we want to pick up the baggage of control. I want to pick up the baggage of control when it comes to, you know, retirement plans. Or, or maybe you want to pick up the baggage of control, controlling your adult kids when you don't agree with the decisions that they're making. Right? Or maybe you want to pick up that, that added responsibility at work. Or maybe you want to pick up that baggage of responsibility of raising a child, whether it's your own or whether it's maybe a foster child. Or maybe you want to pick up that, that impact and influence that you can have on helping make decisions for a congregation or for a community. And those are some noble, noble things. That's good baggage. But it's baggage that still has weight to it. And it can weigh you down. And it can be difficult to carry. And so the question again becomes, how do you carry it? Whether the baggage in your life is good or bad, light or heavy. That's what we want to think about today. And that's what we go to the Lord for an answer for. And and we can look at what he told these disciples. When it comes to the baggage of life, what does he basically tell them? He says, you, you don't have to carry it all. In fact, he says, check it. Check your bags. Leave your luggage at the feet of Jesus. Leave your luggage, you know, take nothing. Take nothing for the journey except a staff. And then, I mean, just look at how many times he says, he emphasizes, no bread, no bag, no money in your belt. Not even an extra shirt. That Jesus says, I want to carry it all. That's easier said than done. I mean, especially when you, you think about it, this isn't the first time you've heard that Jesus wants to carry your burdens. Maybe you've heard other passages where, where Jesus says something like, hey, you, come. Come to me with all, your, all you who are weary and burdened, and I'll give you rest. Or you've heard other passages like, cast, cast all your anxiety on him because he cares for you, and yet there we are <laughs> trying to struggle to carry it ourselves. Why is that? Now, I think a phrase that I, I've often employed or thought about in life is this one, is that it's easy to trust in God until you have to trust in God. It's easy to say I trust Him until I have this big old honking 46-pound suitcase that I have to carry. Why do we struggle so much? You know, have we become so accustomed to what airport security says? Don't let anybody else touch your bags, right? Or don't leave your bags unattended. And so we, we struggle, we, we watch them like a hawk. I'm going to take care of them. Maybe that's just because we, we have forgotten why Jesus is worth leaving our bags at his feet for. Maybe we have, or maybe we never have known and so let's look at these words a little closely, a little more closely today, and just see why Jesus is someone that, that we can check our luggage with. I mean, you, you look at what he says here to the disciples, why they would have to go with no bag, no bread, no money, no shoes, no shirt. He, goes on, he's, he starts off this way. Before he sends them out, he, he began to send them out two by two. That maybe seems like a minute detail, it's not. It tells us how God works. This, and He says, you're not alone. In order to help you wheel through the the challenges of life, I'm going to put you on a team. And 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 that's what this is. Uh, that that w- we sometimes call that word fellowship. You see, fellowship isn't just coffee and donuts after after service fellowship isn't just going to a baseball game together fellowship isn't just you know preachers exchanging pulpits fellowship is i always say it's two fellows in the same ship saying we're gonna we're in this together and, and god puts us on these teams where we help and, and he gives that express purpose in his word. Says, carry each other's burdens help each other wheel their luggage through life And and so you are part of a team here. And if you're visiting us for the first time today, we want you to be part of our team. We need you to be part of our team, to remind us uh, to leave our luggage at the feet of Jesus, and we'll do the same for you, encouraging you to leave your luggage at at the feet of Jesus. And yet we also know that any team is only as strong as its weakest player. That's why teams lose. As much as teams win, teams lose. I'm going to let you down as your pastor. You're going to let me down as my members. You're going to let each other down. And we're going to lose. And that's why Jesus, before he sent these people out on this journey, he didn't just say, oh yeah, and it's just you. Just two by two. You got each other. That should be enough. No, he didn't say that. Look what he said. And he gave them authority. Authority over impure spirits. Impure spirits is another name for demons, the devil's friends. And you hear that word authority. Authority is maybe in our day and age uh, a word that people look at suspiciously. An authority figure. You know, We, we try to maybe don't give them respect or or try to run away from them. But in Jesus' day, that word authority carried a lot of weight. It was, it was highly sought after. So much of Jesus' ministry is, hey, by whose authority are you doing this? And, and it amazed people. When he's teaching in their synagogues, the people are like, wow, this guy's awesome. And what did they say? Because he doesn't teach like our teachers. No, this guy teaches like one who has authority. Or, or I think of Jesus when he forgives sins. Sometimes before he forgives sins, he, he does a miracle associated with it, and for one purpose, so that the people would know by whose authority he is forgiving sins. Or, or when shortly before Jesus, some of the last words that he speaks before he ascends into heaven are what? All authority in heaven and on earth, over a 100 times in the New Testament that word shows up, 90% of which points to Jesus. Which basically means, you know what, there is nothing that Jesus cannot do, nothing can get in the way of, of him doing what he wants. Not even the impure spirits, not even the demons. He has authority over all things. And it's, it's that, couched with the team, being two by two that he sends these guys out. He says, you guys can go out and not worry about what you're going to eat or about what you're going to wear. Why? Because yes, you have each other, but more importantly, you have me. And you have my authority. And nothing's going to get in the way of me providing for you. And it's that authority that he sends you and me out with today as well. That we don't have to carry these luggage. We don't even have to wheel them. We can leave them. I don't know what baggage you brought in here today, what your worries, what your burdens, what you're carrying on your shoulders. But I do know this that whatever you brought in here, you can leave it here. Leave your luggage at the feet of Jesus, knowing that he, he has the authority to heal your hurts, whatever those hurts are. In fact, that's what the disciples go on to do at the end of this lesson. They heal people right, because of Jesus' authority. Whatever baggage you brought in here today, you can leave it here. Leave your luggage at the feet of Jesus because he showed himself that he has authority over the devil and the demons. I mean, when the, when the devil's yipping at his heels, what does Jesus do? He kicks them off. He says, you, you are going to eat the dust of the earth your whole life. You can leave your luggage at the feet of Jesus who shook off the dust of death when he rose from that grave. And you can leave your luggage at the feet of Jesus is going to empower you to shake off the dust of your own feet someday as he raises you from the dead. So whatever luggage you brought in here today, I can't say it enough. Leave it here. Leave your, your luggage with Jesus and, and, and live without a care in the world. Knowing that the one who has authority over the world cares for you. Amen. And the peace of God which surpasses all understanding, will keep your hearts and your minds through faith in Christ Jesus. Amen. We'll join now to confess.